Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mindset Magic. I am your host, Andy Colleen, an entrepreneur, life, and mindset coach. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about shifting your beliefs. More specifically, we're going to go through the process of identifying and then shifting beliefs. And I'm going to be using one of the beliefs that really held me back, a limiting belief that held me back in order to be the basis of this. And the belief that we're going to be using as the basis is the idea of if you are not first, you're last. And so before I dive too far into to this. This is going to be the perfect episode for you to listen to. If you feel like you're on the cusp of some level of success, or you feel like, you know, there, there's something bigger out there for you, but right now you're in a period of resistance. Something's feeling clunky. Something is not working. You don't know what it is. You have a hunch. It's probably not strategy anymore. You've been able to get over that mental barrier of needing more information or more education, all of that. But for whatever reason, things are feeling hard. They're not going as fast as you want them to. And success that seems like it should be so close is just not coming. Whether that be in your career, whether that be with relationships, your health, so many different things. It could be really any area of your life. You just feel like you are not stuck, like you're close, but at the same point, you're stuck. And you know exactly what I'm talking about if you are in that position. And if you're not, you've probably been in it before. And just a newsflash, it's probably going to happen again. It's okay. It's part of life. But these steps are going to be really helpful for you in the future when that comes up or right now, if you're going through it right now. So let's dive into this belief that I had and kind of why I chose this one in particular to focus on. So this belief for me was the main belief that I identified and worked through before seeing a lot of success in my business. And what I mean by that is that before I learned to shift this belief, I was making money, yes, but I was not really thriving. I would say that it was very neutral. I was getting by. Things were good. I was enjoying the level of freedom I had with running my own business. I was seeing phenomenal results with my clients, but when it came to my business's growth, it felt kind of stagnant. Like I was doing a lot better than a lot of coaches out there, but I wasn't kind of feeling like I was abundant in any way. And so I had taken some time at this point to kind of just like realize that. And once I went through and worked through this belief, it really took me to a much more stable place in my business that then kind of expedited into a lot of success, a lot of growth, which has continued for a while now and has led me to where I'm at now. So this was probably one of the biggest humps that I had to get through when it came to the kind of like a middle part of my business where things were already off the ground, but I wasn't thriving. I was just kind of there. I was going through the motions. And so I know a lot of people are probably at that point in some area of their life, which is why when you notice that there is something clunky going on, there is resistance, you are not feeling amazing, you feel like you're putting in the work, but you're not seeing the results. And maybe you're even putting in the work, the same work that other people are putting in, they're seeing better results than you. Or maybe 
the work just feels hard. You just aren't having fun with it. Nothing about this feels motivating or exciting or enticing. And you almost just want to stop. And you're wondering, is this meant to be? Should I just give up? And if you're at this point, the problem is probably not a strategy problem, at least not yet. It's probably not your foundational problem. The foundational problem that you're probably having is a mindset problem. It's probably a belief problem. And so when I got to this point in my business, right, I had noticed that I didn't want to do the things that I knew I needed to do to move the needle. The things that were moving the needle didn't feel like they were working, all of that fun stuff. I sat down with myself over the course of a couple of days. I pulled out a journal. It was the middle of winter when this was happening. So it was super dark outside. I lit a candle. I set the vibe and I let myself write about it. And at first this writing was super venting, like venting heavy. I was saying things like this sucks. I'm annoyed. Do I just want to like switch things up and do something totally different? Like, is this even meant for me? All of that. I was letting myself get it out on paper. I'm annoyed that, you know, I don't have as much money as XYZ person. Like I thought that this would have been better, blah, 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 blah get it out. Don't stop yourself in this stage because this stage is so needed when it comes to uncovering beliefs. It's almost as if, you know, the truth that is like that, that plain, that problem that you're having is out there. It's plain, it's simple, it's easy to spot, but because there's so much fog clouding your vision, you can't see it. And so you got to get the fog out of your head. And this is what you do in order to do that. You just put it out on paper. The reason why putting it out on paper is so helpful is because when you put things on paper, it actually slows your brain down a little bit. So you can, you know, let it go, release it. It doesn't just live in your head. And when we only think through things, the things we're thinking through are living in our head. And that is not what we want. That is not helpful. So first things first that I did was I just got the crappy part out on paper. And then as the crappy part came out, it started to become a little bit more clear. There were some patterns that developed and I know these patterns and how to look for them. That is part of the benefit here because I've done a lot of work in this area. So it was easier for me to spot them. So if you can't spot them right away, take some time with it, sit with it. Don't get frustrated. Keep working at it. You will figure it out. If you really need a coach or mentor to kind of come in and help you with that, then do that too, right? Because it really can be as simple as just one little thing that is holding you back from a massive kind of up level in your life, massive level of success that you just aren't seeing. And so as I was going through this journaling process, I started to kind of pick up on those patterns, spot it. And what started to come up was very clearly this idea that I learned that if I was not first, I was last. And how that manifested for me was in a fear of failure, but also a fear of almost success at times. And when that came up, I started to dive in because it wasn't just a, oh, I'm afraid of failing. It was a, well, if I fail then and I try, then I know that I suck. I'm not lovable. All of that fun stuff. And That was something that I learned when I was really, really young. I learned through school, through sports, through just different like things that I was involved in that I needed to be the favorite in order to be loved. And because I was so afraid of failing at being the favorite, I actually would strategically hold myself back. So much so, I even remember myself saying this as kind of a pride point at one point in my life because it did help me, was that 
in high school, I was in a lot of very high level classes. And in those classes, I would almost like hedge my bets. Like I would say, eh, like after the first month, I can get a B in this class and be fine. Or I can get an A minus in this. Or I, if I just get a C, I'll be fine. And I would almost like like knock myself down from the ability to even try. I would like pick a point, a goal point that was lower than what I was probably capable of so that I basically had a safe way of winning essentially, because if I wanted that, if I set that goal point as something that I knew would happen and internally, that was my like finish line. And I knew what would happen. I wouldn't have to come face to face with this potential failure of actually going all out, trying my hardest, all of it. And this pattern didn't just show up in my schoolwork. It showed up in like, that was a high school thing. This had started so young for me. I really kind of traced it back to when I was almost like, you know, probably like one or two years old. I was very, very young, but It also showed up in my friendships. So being in a group of people and almost like holding myself back from saying things or bonding with people or anything like that, like mentally kind of distinguishing the place I was in, in the group, because I was afraid if I just let myself go all out and express myself and be myself, that I would learn that I was not loved, that I wasn't the like most popular person in the group, right? And it was the same with what group of people I associated myself with. It was the same with sports and how well I let myself kind of be when it came to sports. And even in college, I had traced different patterns back to that time into work, into basically so many areas of my life. And when I was uncovering this and journaling about it, a lot of what was coming up for me was sadness. Because when you really see a core belief and how it's affected you and how much it's almost held you back from, there is going to be a lot of pain there. And that is okay, right? This belief was there to save me and kind of serve me and keep me safe in different points of my life because I wasn't ready at those points to process the fact that, you know, I might fail and I might not be loved. I didn't understand that I could actually like take away or separate the idea of being loved from being first in whatever situation being first was for me. And so I had to do a lot of healing in those winter months as I was uncovering this belief. And that healing as I was going through the journaling was a lot of crying. It was a lot of meditating and visualizing and praying. And it wasn't just a week. That is sometimes a myth. I think I want people to know doesn't, it's not always true, right? You are sometimes going to need a longer period of transition from the limiting belief to the new, more self-serving belief or just new, more self-serving reality. And so I needed several weeks. I actually needed over a month to really heal this because it was showing up everywhere in my life. And in my business, it became a problem because it was showing up in the way that I created content. It was showing up in the way that I was pricing myself. It was showing up in how I was showing up on sales calls, right? Every single part of my life and my business was showing up like this. And that isn't going to change in a moment. It's going to change over the course of time. So that healing process, and that's kind of something that, again, 
needs to become part of your belief shifting process is the healing looked like letting myself feel the feelings and mourn all of those moments of like not letting myself be all that I was like shutting myself down, keeping myself small, avoiding that failure and like basically avoiding what could have been. I had to mourn that all now and now being like a while ago when I went through this, but you, you get what I'm saying. You have to mourn that. You have to feel that. You have to like really let yourself live in those emotions that are sometimes, yes, kind of shitty and kind of crappy. And you can't just expect to get through that process because at the end of the day, that's what's being suppressed inside of you. That's causing you to have kind of a gut response to the fear of failure or fear of success or judgment or rejection or whatever fear is coming up for you. That's causing those beliefs to show up for you. So a huge part of shifting your beliefs is going to be, yes, identifying those patterns. Yes. Letting yourself get all that stuff out on paper, clear the air so you can see what the problem is. But then after that, it's going to be healing. It's going to be letting yourself feel the feelings coming up, sit in them before you move through them and understand that not only is that okay, but it's necessary. It's the most like probably effective and sustainable way for you to shift something and then see results of it after, because otherwise you're going to keep kind of self-sabotaging yourself automatically, like subconsciously at a level where you don't even realize you're doing it. That healing process for me allowed me to stop the kind of subconscious self-sabotage from happening so that I could identify, and this is the next step, being able to identify all of the moments in my current life where this pattern was showing up, the different triggers that was co- that were causing it to show up and causing it to kind of happen, and then start to consciously choose a different way of believing or seeing that situation and therefore acting. And again, this wasn't an overnight process. There was a lot of failure in quotes when I even was trying to shift the belief, like I wasn't getting on every call feeling super confident or shutting down or or like not shutting down or, you know, showing up with all of the content all of the time. There were quite a few moments in this like phase, this transition phase into that new belief where I did let that kind of automatic pattern win. And the biggest piece of advice I can give to you, all of you with that all or nothing mentality that I also know so, so well, is don't let that all or nothing mentality ruin you here. Just because you don't follow through on, you know, switching your belief in the moment with like whatever one belief it is that you're trying to switch, just because you're not picking up every single situation where you could shift it, where you could move into that next place does not mean that you are failing. And it doesn't mean that it's not working because a lot of the moments that I was going through were not perfect. I didn't have, in my mind, I didn't have the energy to go through that again. I didn't have the energy to show up like that. I was kind of run down. And the best thing that I did for myself was let myself be run down, shift the belief when I could, but also let myself just feel the feelings that were coming up and not make them mean anything about me. And I know I've said so much about this, but 
That is what the healing work is. It's letting yourself feel the feelings without making them mean anything about you and just release all of the shit that has been keeping you stuck for so long. The shit being the emotions, the thoughts, the like doubts about yourself, all of it. And then moving on to this next area of work and trying to come at it from the most neutral mindset that you possibly can in the moment. And as you continue to come at it from that neutral mindset, it will slowly shift, but you need to keep coming back to it. And sometimes this is really hard for people. And when that is true, like it's hard for everyone, but there's like another level of hard. And you know what I'm talking about if you're in this place right now, if that's where you're at, there is another level that you need to uncover before even going through this process. There's another level of belief and mindset work that needs to happen before you even go through this. And that's okay too, right? We're setting foundations here. We're not trying to make quick fixes. We're trying to sustainably change how you act and respond in this world so that your whole life continues to build on that like really solid foundation. And you see these shifts for a lifetime, not just a couple of weeks or months. So Keep in mind that if that's happening to you, there's a whole nother level there that you might need to dive into and that's also okay. But if you're at that place and you're kind of doing it and you're continually showing up and sometimes you don't do it and sometimes you do, this is where you just want to keep playing and this is where you want to remind yourself why you're doing it, right? Why are you shifting these beliefs? Why does this matter? And it is in that process that you eventually become that person and that subconscious kind of transitions into it. Now, yes, there are things you can do to kind of aid this process. So some of the stuff that definitely helped me were like different NLP techniques, different like hypnotherapy techniques. I don't know if I actually used hypnotherapy at this point. I don't think I was familiar with it or trained in it, but I will say there was different forms of NLP that I definitely brought in at this point in my time, like in this point. And I did a lot of conscious healing for this belief and conscious shifting. And it was a lot of like embodiment work. So like practicing what it would be like to actually just believe that, like, what would that look like? Not in the moments that were triggering just in like everyday life. And over two months, I will say that that did shift. Now it wasn't all the crappy emotional part. I'd say that second month was much more uplifting. It was much more happy. I was starting to see those results and That foundation that I let myself have in those two months set a foundation that is still working for me over like a year later, at least. And that is amazing when you really think about it, because I didn't just, you know, shift that and see more money the next month or see more clients or see a massive growth in my social media. I... I basically did that for a month and then it continued to grow. And this is how you know you're really shifting a belief at its core is because that belief at its core is not just providing you one season of results. It's providing you those continuous results and the foundation and the desire and the internal motivation and like internal accountability to give you results for basically forever on. And that's when you know you've done it. And so when you get on all of these kind of podcasts and things that people tell you, you can shift it in an instant. It's not to say that that's not true, but it is to say that 
anything you think you're shifting in an instant or any of that surface level work that you think you're doing that is going to move the needle and then you're questioning, why can't I get this thing? Why has nothing changed? This is all bullshit. This doesn't work. All of those things that we always think in our brain. And I did for so long too. Like I say that because I was that person that definitely was like, this is illogical. This clearly doesn't work. Like this is a bunch of like bull. And then here I am preaching about how much this stuff does work because I realized that in the in that moment, I was playing too much at the surface. I wasn't giving my, giving myself first the space to go deep and second, the space to actually heal it. And when I learned how to do that, and when I went through these processes, there was so much that changed in my life that I cannot even put it into words. And so whatever point you are at on your own journey with this, whether it be that you're at, you know, you've tried to shift your beliefs a couple of times and it feels like it's not working, or maybe you think that it might be working, but you're not going deep enough, or maybe you don't feel like you're getting to the right belief, or maybe you don't feel like you're seeing results soon enough. Wherever you are on the stage, what I'm going to encourage you to do is take some more time with it. Like plain and simple. If you're not at the point of being ready to invest and hire a coach or a mentor to help you figure out what wire it is that you need to cut, what like cord is actually causing the problem, well then just give yourself some more time. Give yourself some more trial and error. Now I will say very upfront that I did not get to this all by myself. I had a coach that I was paying for a long-term support at this point, not because I necessarily needed it for any specific thing, but because I knew that when these type of things come up, I trust someone outside of me to help me get to those roots faster than I do. And so there was guidance and kind of just that like background support that allowed me to shift this a little bit quicker and confirm that this was really at the core what was going on. It's not to say I wouldn't have gotten there without her, but it's to say that her being there made such a difference for me and my ability to heal and show up for shifting this particular belief. Because as I mentioned, it was something that showed up for me throughout my entire life. And now as I kind of sit on well the other side of this, I see how that foundational shift of going from the belief of if I'm not first, I'm last, and I need to be the favorite to be loved. I see how that held me back, but I also see how healing that and taking the time to heal it correctly then has not only allowed me to kind of grow my business to a point where I almost double my corporate income um, like consistently and I have clients that I love. I'm doing the exact work I love. I am constantly getting reached out to by people telling me that, you know, this is hitting so well, that even the podcast is allowing them to make shifts in their life. Like I've basically that belief, that one core thing was the foundation for all of the successes, however big or small they seem to you. These successes came because I took the time to figure that out. And there have been other moments in my life where I feel like I'm on the cusp of something that I've had to go in and figure out what's not moving and why again. But this one was so core to me that as I shifted it, it really did, like I can see in hindsight, shift how everything else in my life fell into place. So I'm going to encourage you, I'm going to kind of wrap it up here because I think there's a lot in this episode that you probably want to apply on your own beliefs. 
But I'm going to encourage you, if you're at that point right now in any area of your life where you feel like you're on the cusp and you feel like something is coming, but you don't know what, and you don't know how to get there, I want you to give it some more time. If you feel really motivated, yes, go find a coach or mentor, send me a DM, join something that will help like, or like join something with someone who knows how to do this. Let me specify who knows how to do this, who has done it many times before, so they can help you. But if you're not there, just give it some more time. Let yourself sit in it. Let yourself figure this stuff out because it does work and it's going to come up and let like remind yourself of that, right? So many of us that know how to do this work now only know how to do it because we didn't give up on it when it failed the first 20 times. We just kept trying it. And so I am sitting here kind of sharing that story about how much changing one core belief over two months of my life really did make so much difference in my career success, but even in my like successes in other areas of my life. And I say successes because they're successes to me. They're the bars that I've set for myself, but this can happen for you too. It might not be the same belief. It might not be the same way it was created. It might not be the same emotions that you have to show as you're healing it. You might not be able to show them in the same way. It might be a totally different, unique thing that is holding you back, but the process is probably going to be very similar for you. So take some time, let yourself sit in it and give yourself the chance to learn to work through it and learn to identify it. Because this is the type of work that's going to make all the difference for you, not just now, but in the long term in your life. And as much as that quick fix sounds good, I promise you, you want the long-term results. I promise. And I think you know that too. So that is where I'm going to wrap this episode up. If you have any questions on anything that we talked about, send me a DM. If you enjoyed this episode and you think that others would really benefit from it, I encourage you to please share it on your stories and tag me on Instagram and either share it on, you can even like just share it from, um, in a text message or something with a friend or family member who might really benefit Otherwise, if you would like to leave a rating or review on either Apple or Spotify, I would be so grateful. I really do appreciate the reviews that you've heard it before. They make me so happy. It's kind of ridiculous, but also not ridiculous at all. So if this is really hit for you, please, please, please go rate and review on Apple or Spotify. Otherwise, I will be back next weekend with another episode. So enjoy your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.